I heard the bells on Christmas Day. Everybody know that? I heard the bells on Christmas Day. So we're going to explore that a bit. And we have some slides, but who wrote who wrote that? Who wrote I heard the bells? Famous poet. Who was our famous poet that wrote that? Aaron knows. Yes. That's right. Henry Wordsworth Longfellow. He wrote that. We're going to look at that. And we're going to look at the birds, the barns, and the bells. And the light of the world. We have several things to look at. This is a, a bell. Actually, this is my wife's mother's bell. She was a teacher. It's a real bell. It's a bell. So when did uh, Henry Wadsworth Longfellow live? Do we know about when he lived? Anybody know what uh, century he lived in? How about that? Of a century? 19th century? 20th century? Eighteenth. He lived around 1800. And he wrote, he wrote, I heard the bells on Christmas Day, on Christmas Day of 1863. So I'll turn to Luke 2, and we'll kind of set the stage for where we're going while we're waiting for the Slides to appear. So Luke 2. Luke 2. Luke 2, verse 8. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. The angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you, you shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. Suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace, goodwill towards men. It was set to music by John Baptist Calkin from uh, in 1872. Yeah, I heard the bells. 1872. So that sets the stage. In that year, If you look, we look at the story of Henry Wadsworth Longfellow, that he was, we'll get to where he was in his personal life, but he was in a stage and he heard the bells. He heard the bells. He heard the peace on earth. And he wrote his poem. So the question is, and he, he listened to the, the carols of the bells playing so what carols were there in 1863 he would have been listening to? Any ideas? 
What old, what are the old carols? I have a list of them. Well, my list is, it came upon a midnight clear. I was 1849. We three kings of Orient are. 1863. Oh, holy night. 1847. Once in Royal David City. 1848. Oh, come all ye faithful, originally known as Desti Fidelis, and remember that because that'll come up in, in a little bit later this morning. It's in Latin in 1841. Of course, Handel's Messiah, not a carol but per se, but it was 1741, just for reference. Inducy Dublo. Jubileo, 1328, by Heinrich Seuss, English version written by J.M. Neal called Good Christian Men Rejoice. That's an old one. There's one called Corday Natus Ex Parentis. Anybody know what that one is? What is that one? I know one person here knows what that is. Aaron knows what that is. Corday natus ex parentis. That's the Latin version. It says, while Corday natus ex parentis isn't a popular Christmas song today, it's probably one of the oldest known Christmas songs that is still performed by a few Churches, few. Oldest written record of the hymn appears in a manuscript dating back to the 10th century. 10th century. The song, which actually is a Christian hymn, was written by Roman Christian poet Aurelius Prudentius. Aaron knows what that is. The words which were originally written in Latin were translated and paired with the medieval plain chant melody called Divinum Mysterium. Today, two English translations of the song are used in this performance, one by John M. Neal from 1851, which is later extended by Henry W. Baker. Is that a relative? Long-lost relative. That's why Aaron likes this song, likes this hymn. And other by another another person. So the name of this is Of the Father's Love Begotten, which you will hear this morning. Right? We, we Lord willing, we'll hear that this we certainly want to do that this morning. So that, that's an old. But even of all those I've mentioned, we don't have peace on earth. It's not in those. Where did Henry Wadsworth Longfellow get, get that notion of peace on earth? From where, what hymn do you think he got that from? What old hymn? What do you think? Which one? No? no. Peace on earth. Hark the herald angels sing. That's it. That's the one. It's called, actually, it's 
Gloria in Excelsis Deo, and Aaron mentioned this back sometime, that is actually written very long time ago. Very, 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 very long time ago. The Angels We Have Heard on High includes the Gloria Excelsis Deo, of course. And that was written in 1862 by James Chadwick. But Latin for the, for the glory in excelsis Deo is glory to God in the highest. It's also known as a greater doxology, and it's abbreviated to Gloria, or simply Gloria. The hymn begins with the words angels sang, announcing the birth of Christ to shepherds. Luke 2.14. Glory in Excelsis Deo is an example of a psalmy idiotesi, a private psalm, a composition by individuals' imitation of a biblical psalm, popular in the second and third centuries. That's probably, as Aaron mentioned, I think acquired probably one of the oldest, oldest carols or hymns that still in existence. Do we have a computer yet? Almost. Okay. We're almost there. As it's interesting to actually look at the text of Gloria in Excelsius Deo. I don't know if Aaron, if you know what the text actually means. There's a text of the old, the original Greek Orthodox. And it's quite, uh, quite biblically sound. And uh, we'll show it eventually. But for now, I'll read it to you. You'll have to listen. So this is Glory in Excelsius Deo. This is from Angels We Have Heard on High. This is the actual Greek text they used back in the second and third centuries. It goes like this. Glory to you, who have shown us the light. Glory to God in the highest, on earth, peace, goodwill to all people. We praise you, we bless you, we worship you, we glorify you. We give thanks to you for your great glory. Lord, King, Heavenly God, Father Almighty, Lord, the only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, take away the sin of the world. Have mercy on us, you who take away the sins of the world. Receive our prayer, you sit in the right hand of the Father and have mercy on us, for you only are holy, only you are Lord. So that is the text of Glory in Excelsius Deo. Okay, so back to William Wadsworth Longfellow. So these are the kind of carols that were being sung, played back then. This is what he was listening to back at that time. So in 1863, what was happening? Major event. Civil war. Civil war is raging on. There's a long winter, 1863, War between the states raged mercilessly. Antietam, Vicksburg, Gettysburg, sons, fathers, brothers from Mississippi to Maine had not come home for Christmas, and many would never return. 
Poet Henry Wadsworth Longfellow sat in Cambridge, Massachusetts, pondering the state of the world around him. So he's a poet. He's pondering what's going on. Anybody know his life? His life wasn't all easy, necessarily. His first wife died after six months. And his next wife, after being married for 15, 18 years, uh, her clothes caught on fire and she died. He was burned in the process, had scars from it. So Longfellow had been widowed for two years since his wife's dress tragically caught fire. Also, his oldest son, he had six sons, six children. His oldest son, Charles, was now seriously wounded having been injured on December 1st by a Confederate bullet in the Battle of New Hope Church. As he sat nursing his son, the long road to recovery, listening to the church bells peeling forth Christmas tidings, he struggled with the message, struggled with the message of the angels, proclaiming peace on earth, goodwill towards men. He took up his pen, he started writing. Hey, we're getting close. Got something. Okay, there's our kind of agenda. I had to flip it. I had to flip it like Aaron. I had to flip the thing. Okay, we went through this. There's some of the some of the hymns back then. And there's the Corday Natus Ex Parenthes, the Father's Love Begotten. And there's the Gloria in Excelsis Deo, the second and third centuries. And that's the text of what I wrote, uh, writ, uh, spoke to you about with the actual Greek Orthodox text. If you want a copy of the slides, we can get those to you for sure. So it's all, all here. We won't. And this is what I more or less read to you of where he was that Christmas day, 1863, what his life was like. Not all peaches and cream. So he started writing. And there it is. He heard, I heard the bells on Christmas Day. They're all familiar carols play. Wild and sweet, the words repeat. Peace on earth, goodwill to men. So he's writing what things should be. How things should be. Next verse, and thought how as the day had come, the belfries of all Christendom had rolled along the unbroken song of peace on earth, goodwill to men. So what does this sound like? He's writing and he's writing again how things should be that Christmas. How things should be. And this is the poem. This is not the order that 
we normally sing in. This is the order, but this one, next verse sometimes is left out or at the end. Till ringing, singing on its way, the world revolved from night to day. A voice, a chime, a chant sublime of peace on earth, goodwill to men. Okay, so it's still how things should be. How things really were are a couple, a couple of verses that you've never heard before. The next one. Then from each black, accursed mouth, the cannon thundered in the south with the sound, the carols drowned a peace on earth, goodwill to men. How things really were. Next verse. It was as if an earthquake rent the hearth stones of a continent made forlorn the households born of peace on earth, goodwill to man. So what's he saying in this last two stanzas? What is he telling us? Yes. Country is torn apart in disarray, as Kara said. We see some of that today, don't we? We don't have a kinetic war. We're not firing cannon shot, but there's certainly things happening these days. From a psychological word front. So back to a stanza that you're familiar with, the next one. So you heard he's seen all this, and he's... He's in despair. In despair, I bowed my head. There is no peace on earth, I said. For hate is strong, mocks the song of peace on earth, will to men. So is he giving up? Is he giving up? Where is that peace? Where is the peace? So what's the final stanza? How does it go? Anybody remember? And peel the bells more loud and deep. So here's the bells. God is not dead, nor doth he sleep. The wrong shall fail. The right prevail. Peace on earth, goodwill to men. So he hears the bells and he realizes that God's not dead. God's still there. God is still there. So that is, that's all the, at least from what I found, the stanzas, the verses. And Aaron's going to lead us. We're going to try to sing this thing. Either a cappella or however he wants to do it. But we have the at least we have words up here. Let's see if we can maybe remember some of this.
read those, but there are some of those I've never actually sung. Yeah, before. you've never sung those fun. before. Well, let's try this. You got your microphone on? Okay, yes, you're, you're working there. Let's sing this. I heard the bells on Christmas Day Their old familiar carols play And wild and sweet the words repeat of peace on earth, good will to men. And thought how as the day had come, the belfries of all Christendom had rolled along the unbroken song of peace on earth, good will to men. Till ringing, singing on its way, the world revolved from night to day. A voice, a chime, a chant sublime of peace on earth, good will to men. Then from each black accursed mouth the cannon thundered in the south, and with the sound the carols drowned of peace on earth, Good will to men. It was as if an earthquake rent the hearthstones of a continent and made forlorn the houses born. Of peace on earth, good will to men. And in despair I bowed my head. There is no peace on earth, I said. For hate is strong and mocks the song of peace on earth, good will to men. Okay, there we go. Then pealed the bells more loud and deep. God is not dead, nor doth he sleep. The wrong shall fail, the right prevail. With peace on earth, Good will to men.
Hold on, hold on, Aaron. I have a chore for you. Okay. You can pass one per family. It rattles. It rattles. Oh. As a as a memorable of the of the bells that you heard. Everybody gets a bell. Silver and gold. You get a bell. Everybody gets a bell. So remember that, and that's, we're going to end, we have some more things to do, but we're going to try to end a little bit shorter to allow the choir time. The next one, as he's passing those out, this used to be a story that we like to hear. The man, the birds, the bar, and the bells. How many know this story? Okay. Some of you do, some of you don't. Who used to tell this story? Who's that famous person? Paul Harvey. Paul Harvey. Yeah, what's, what's his name? Paul Harvey, good day, right? Okay, so the man I'm going to tell you about was not a Scrooge. He was a kind, decent, mostly good man, generous to his family, upright in his dealings with other men. But he just didn't believe in all that incarnation stuff the church would proclaim at Christmas time. It just didn't make sense. He was too honest to pretend otherwise. He just couldn't swallow the Jesus story about God coming to earth as a man. He told his wife, I'm truly sorry to distress you, but I'm not going with you to church this Christmas Eve. Say so he'd feel like a hypocrite. He would rather just stay home that he would wait up for them. So he stayed. They went to the midnight service. Shortly after, the family drove away in the car. Snow began to fall. He went to the window to watch the flurries getting heavier and heavier. He went back to his fireside chair, began to read the newspaper. So what happened next? All you that have heard this story. Okay. Heard the thump, right? Minutes later, he was startled by a thudding sound. Then another, and then another. At first, he thought someone must be throwing snowballs against the living room window. But when he went to the front door to investigate, he found a flock of birds huddled outside miserably in the snow. They'd been caught in the storm. In a desperate search for shelter, they tried to fly through his large landscape window. It's what had been making the sound. So what did he do? He opened the barn. So he had a nice, warm, well-lit barn. So he opened his barn. What happened then? He tried to shoo the birds in the barn. He tried to shoo them. He, he tried to put food he tried every way he could try. What happened? They stayed outside. They stayed outside. He put on his coat and galoshes. He had breadcrumbs. He tried everything. So what did he realize? Why didn't they go in? Nice warm barn. Why wouldn't they go in? 
They're afraid of who? Of him. They're afraid of him. Afraid of the... So what's the conclusion of this story? What did he decide? If only I could be a bird. Well, I could be a bird, be like them, and tell them where to go. The safe, warm barn. So what happened next? The conclusion of the story. So he realized he had to be like them. So what happened next? At that moment, the church bells began to ring. Bells. The bells are ringing. The sound reached his ears above the sounds of the wind. He said, listening to the bells, the Deste Fidelis. And what's that? What's the Deste Fidelis? That is, oh, come all ye faithful. Listening to the bells, pealing the glad tidings of Christmas, he sank to his knees in the snow. Story of the man of the birds. Good story for Christmas. We'll finish with something that I had. We'll finish with John 1. I won't read the whole thing. Let's say, verse 4 In him was life. The life was the light of men. The light shineth in darkness. The darkness comprehended it not. Verse 9, that was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. So what is that light? The light. So there's something that, that I heard. I, some of you may have heard this. The miracle of life produces light. How many of you heard this before? Yes, no. The miracle of life. That's at one minute and 44 seconds. That's an egg. Minute 48. What do you see? Light. 54. Two oh two. Flash of light. Anybody heard that before? You heard that, Aaron? No. Apparently, it's, it's it was done several years ago, but just, just I just heard it. goes back and just just the light of men life was light of men the light shines in darkness darkness comprehended it not so you read John 1 think of those pictures it's a little different perspective more enhanced version of what what the light Just a few seconds. 
Just a few seconds. So as we, we conclude, just got to remember wrong shall fail, right prevail, peace on earth, goodwill to men. The message of hope and peace to all. You read John 1, remember the special light of creation. So you have your bells. Everybody get a bell? Yeah. So remember you've got your bells. So remember that as a kind of a memento. Joy didn't get her bill to get her a bill. So it questions. So this is kind of short. We want to have the, get the choir enough time to, and the sound people get everything ready for everything. But comments, questions? Which movie? Oh, really? Oh, so there's a movie out about that. Me a microphone to you. you can. I didn't know, but I don't keep up on the on the movie stuff. Yeah, is this same sight and sound theater? Um, who makes Christian uh, plays? They've started to make movies, and they made the movie about Longfellow's writing of the. Oh, really? The, I heard the bells. Okay. And it was in theaters for just a short time. My wife actually took my children oh. to see it last week. I didn't wow. get to see it though. <laughs> Hold on. Any other comments? Aaron? Did, did I do it right? Did I get the history right of some of the carols and such, or did I mess it up? On Thanksgiving Day, and this Christmas carol meant a lot that year. So you had a buddy that was actually killed on Christmas Day. On Thanksgiving On Thanksgiving Day. Day. Yes, sir. So as we went into the Christmas yeah. season, this carol meant a lot mm. that year. Very good. Okay, anything else? We'll try to remember a couple things. We always we try to make things memorable if we can. So you at least got your bell. So Aaron, you wanna you wanna conclude and close up, please? Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for um this lesson time that we've spent together, Lord, we thank you for this reminder. Um, Lord, you're not dead, Lord, and um, Lord, the only peace we can really have comes through you. So, Lord, I just pray that you'd bless us during this Christmas season to be, um, Lord, a witness to your life, your light, and um, to the peace that comes through you. Lord, we just pray that you'd bless in the services today, that you'd be honored and glorified, and that you just bless our fellowship. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. You are dismissed. Thank you for your attentiveness.